And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Happy Friday. Hope everybody's having a good week. I hope everybody is doing the best they can to not stress them out. Uh, since Christmas is right around the corner, We're coming up next week. I hope everybody's done with their shopping. I know I have. I decided to get it done earlier this year so I don't have to wait last minute. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one who does that where they wait till the absolute last minute to do everything. But anyway, uh, so we got some interesting topics to talk about. Well, just one in general. Uh, you know, not a lot of going on in Lightning World, but that will change, uh, you know, for next week. As for the show, uh, I'll be making an announcement at the end of the episode. So please stay tuned for that. Uh Today, we're going to talk about what's been going on with the NHL. That's pretty much going to be the whole topic for today. Um, and it's really all started from, from actually, uh, a tweet that Pierre Lebrun uh, sent out yesterday. Uh, you know, it, it looks like the NHL is not prepared. Um, the, the expectation, and what I mean by prepared, it is that the expectation is January 13th is a start date, but it looks like that the Players Union and the Board of Governors are just not on the same terms, and it, it it just looks like that there there hasn't been anything set in stone, and, it's, and the clock's ticking. I mean, we're about less than a month away from the potential start of the season. Um, you know, we'll get into that. So... Let's start from the beginning. So this kind of, in my opinion, all started from the Board of Governors, the, the issues that both sides were having uh, last week. And, and what I mean the issues is is the, the owners kind of trying to backtrack the agreement that they signed back in, I believe it was over the summer, so July. No, actually it was like June. Yeah, maybe like July, early July. So uh, the owners didn't want to have a season. They felt like they were miss they were going to lose too much revenue and then they gave up too much and it's just it, it's it's a whole ridiculous situation that ha- that went on and uh both sides uh decided to, you know, that January 13th was going to be a good start date, but now it looks like everything's coming out uh at least to me. I don't know how realistic of of a start date that's going to be, um, and of course, you know we'll we'll keep you updated as we go along uh, as news breaks. So go ahead and follow us at lo underscore lightning on Twitter. Uh, follow us at locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Uh, we haven't been posting that much on the Instagram page, but uh, nonetheless, once the season does arrive. Please go ahead and keep tracks on that. 
we'll be uh, posting more content as we go along, especially when the season starts. Um, and then, of course, follow me on Twitter at APDanker, D-E-N-K-E-R. Uh, I haven't been tweeting that much. It's just been kind of a lull in the sports world for the most part. I know we have, like, the basketball coming up. Um, baseball is kind of sort of, you know, going on in terms of their free agent period. You know, some teams are signing. No, Nothing crazy going on, and that's just unfortunately – the result of COVID, a lot of sports franchises across the board are just scared to spend money. Um, but hopefully, you know, once seasons begin, um, the the new cycle will start to, in the sports world, will start to kind of uh, populate more. And, you know, of course, we'll, you know, once the, the NHL starts to play, uh, this, this show will go from zero to 100 right away. So, Having said that, uh, basically what's happening is now it was reported by Pierre Lebrun, and I'm going to read the, the tweet uh, word for word, so you know I'm not going to take anything out of context here. And Pierre Lebrun, if you don't know, he, he, he works with TSN. Uh, he's a senior NHL columnist for The Athletic, too, so uh, you know he's very credible. Uh, so here's what the tweet wrote. Uh, as much as it feels like it's pushing pushing it both NHL and NHLPA feel January 13th start date is still in the cards at this hour. Both stars still working away on completing season documents. Reminder that both board of governors vote and NHLPA executive board votes will be needed after the documents are done. Uh, This was yesterday, December 17th. We are obviously now on the 18th, the Friday, Here's my question is that we're under a month away and this we're, it doesn't seem like there's any plan, real plan for w- how the season's going to be played. Uh, there's talk now uh, that I saw today that it looks like they might require all seven can- Canadian teams to play in the United States because of the Canadian health, uh, health board or, you know, whatever governing body they have across the border, um, is being very stingy with things as they should be. I mean, I'm, I, you can't really blame them for everything going on. It seems like with, um, if you're going to compare how Canada has been compared to the United States, uh, from everything I heard or haven't heard, uh, going on in Canada, it looks like Canada has had a better grip on the whole COVID situation. Now, having said that, I think Canada has been a little bit over aggressive, I guess is the right word, in terms of some of their restrictions. And what I mean by that, I'm referencing, um, I believe it was the OHL, the Ontario Hockey League, in which they banned checking. In games, basically uh, <laughs> changing the rules of the game, uh, taking away a, a very important part of the game. Uh, so I, I I feel like maybe something like that would have been in the cards. At the same time, I f- you know, we, we, just, we just had an entire playoff uh, played up there in Edmonton and Toronto, so... 
I, I don't understand why this is such an issue for Canada um, to have those teams playing against each other, especially when the majority of the games that will be played up in Canada will be between Canadian teams. Uh, if if they, the NHL were to go ahead with an all-Canadian division, which I stated on past shows and locked on NHL and even on my other show, Empire State of Sports, uh, in which this week... I had ESPN writer uh, Greg Wyshynski on. Uh, we spoke about that. Um, I don't have a problem with that. I think it makes more sense travel-wise, especially during these conditions. But at the same time, we need to take a step back and understand that, yes, that was just for the playoffs, um, having games played up there. That was about two, three months. Now we're talking playing another season, uh, an entire season, and that would encompass probably six maybe five well it'd be 56 games i believe is what the agreed number of games would be this year so i guess maybe five four and a half depending on scheduling um i so it it really all depends now if you're asking yourself okay adam like what why, why is this such an issue? If they're playing less games than a regular NHL season, uh, especially up in Canada where those teams for a majority of the year are probably going to be up there. The NHL doesn't want that. The NHL doesn't want to have an entire Canadian division in which they just strictly play each other. Yes, it's great for the sport up in Canada. I mean, let, let's face it. The Canadian Canadian traditional Canadian hockey fans aren't going to care. Um, they just want the season to play. I mean, they. I think that uh, from from the people that I know that are from Canada and are diehard hockey fans, it, it doesn't matter. They just want a season to happen. Um, and the NHL would want would probably feel more comfortable having a little bit more diversity in the schedule by including those seven teams uh, to play other teams throughout the United States without the restrictions of them going across the border. So it seems like the more likely scenario in this situation is that the the NHL would want those teams to play um, down in the United States. But the issue is, is going over the border constantly. Now, uh, I spoke on past shows how reasonable it's unreasonable, excuse me, it's going to be to have bubble cities again. Uh, as much as, as it worked, Throughout the, the NHL playoffs, I mean, we saw the after effects emotionally and mentally from these guys. Um, you know, even after the the Stanley Cup Finals, we had a number of players from both sides on Dallas and Tampa coming out and saying that it was more exhausting being there um, in the same location, eating the same food, same room, uh, not being able to kind of have that travel um, element to it, which uh, I in my opinion, I love about the whole NHL playoffs, um, you know, and of course having the crowds uh, kind of change here and there, um, you know, having that storyline, especially like if a team is down, um, you know, it, one of the storylines would have been during the, the, the finals would, would have been, you know, and this is obviously hypothetical, but it probably would have been, you know, going into game six, uh, how, you know, it's the lightning, it's really important that they lock it down, uh, in game six, but it's going to be really hard considering they're going to be on the road, uh, in Dallas. And, you know, um, I'm sure some people feel, especially throughout the playoffs that 
maybe some of those games, uh, regardless of the Lightning were involved or not, um, would have gone possibly different with that that home ice advantage with the, those fans being there especially. But going back to the whole uh, NHL planning for the season thing, I, I'm concerned. And I think NHL fans should be concerned as well. Um, it doesn't seem like the league has any plans. And I stated this throughout the entire postponement of the season going to the playoffs. We heard nothing for months throughout that. Um, granted, it was because of the fact that, you know, this was newly into the height of COVID. Um, we had no idea how this thing was going to really go in terms of spreading. Um, but obviously now months later, almost a year later, uh, it, it, we kind of have some sort of an idea. And now, especially with the emergence of a vaccine, I, I'm i still concerned, though, because it seems like at the end of the day that the the league isn't kind of, especially the board of governors, and it, it seems like they're not really trying to play season for the most part. And, and I feel like with the whole issue with them not playing, be, not wanting to go with, on with a season because of, you know, the revenue that they're going to potentially lose, which, you know, once we come back after we, uh, you know, come back from talking about our sponsors, one of our sponsors, uh, I'll talk about, you know, how there's ways around that. Um, but first, let's talk about one of our sponsors today, and that's Bilko. Bilko makes you the best you at whatever you do. Break through your wall, whether it's mental or physical wall, break through it with Go Every Day. Easy to take in one and and a half ounce packages, put in your briefcase for your most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. And they come in three delicious flavors, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. How does Bilko work so well? Well, Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. This stuff literally makes you look better. So visit Bilko.com. Use promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at Bilko.com. Let's go. So let's, uh, you know, we, we kind of, I spent the first half of the show discussing, you know, the the lack of planning, if you want to call it, that the league has kind of presented to the general public. Um, and we kind of spoke about this throughout the the whole back-to-play plan heading into the playoffs over the summer. And I said it was, at the time, it seemed like the league didn't have really a plan on what to do next um, or, you know, going forward. But... That was then, you know, I, that was different, different times. Uh, we were at a different point in the COVID talk. Uh, but I feel like now it's different uh, just because of, you know, vaccine coming over, coming out. Uh, the fact that, you know, we, we know what the dangers are. We've been through a playoff. Uh, they did a pretty good job with it. Uh, no, te- I don't think, yeah, I don't think there was one positive test. Uh, but the difference is now is that you can't play an entire season in a bubble. 
Uh, we saw it in the playoffs. It works only for a limited amount of time. Maybe for when the playoffs do come around. If maybe the league wants to do something like that. Maybe that's an idea there. But I don't think the Players Association or the players in general would be willing to do that again. I think we saw the the effects of that are far more detrimental to the player than actually playing those those games. Um, but I think the whole reason for the lack of planning, other than the logistics, which we'll get into in just a moment, uh, and which you know I kind of did, I kind of hinted at uh, right before we kind of sort of went into our little break there, uh, was that the owners are kind of, I guess they're 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 trying to run out the clock. Um, I, I, I really legitimately feel that the owners are, and for all I know, they're, they're behind closed doors. There's probably could be very, very good conversations going on about what, uh, could be done during the season to get started by January 13th. But at the same time, I feel from a public perspective, you need to release, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good to the casual fan. It doesn't look good to a regular fan, um, just to, to a high, a diehard fan. Um, you know, I've heard just as much as you have, uh, in terms of the news, I've, I've heard certain things on the side, but nothing, nothing that makes me want to jump out of my seat and say, all right, don't worry. We're going to have a season in a month or so. Um, but you know, that's just maybe my little conspiracy theory that I feel like maybe the owners are kind of still, even though they did agree to a January 13th, 14th area-ish start date. I still feel like there's more going on behind closed doors. I feel like they're going to try and stall this thing out uh, for as long as possible um, to where maybe the season is possibly at least uh, cut down that we might not be able to get 56 games in, maybe a little bit shorter than that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised even though I, it, it, it is my my greatest hope that we do have a start, you know, a legit start to the season by then. I do, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the season starts maybe late January, early February. So don't be too surprised if that news breaks there uh, on that at some point. Uh, but some of it, some of the reason as to why maybe there's the delay is the logistics. I mean it's become very evident that the league is sort of wanting to keep all these teams within the same region. So we're not having big road trips, uh, with teams, for example, uh, you know, I, I guess, I, I guess the, the one example could be, I, I mean, I don't know. I, for, for the most part, the divisions that they've shown, I, I guess, the Canadians, I, you know, the, the, the Canadian teams, like if the Canadians have to go play, I don't know. I mean, the Tampa or vice versa, you would have to deal with the whole border thing. But, uh, if, if the league is really serious about having these teams sort of be based in the United States for the season, um, then that whole issue is done in a way with, um, and the divisions that they proposed kind of 
it's really not that big of a difference other than a few teams here and there. Um, I believe the Blues are going to be in the Pacific. But now I feel like with the Canadian teams potentially playing in the United States full-time, I feel like maybe the divisions will be a little bit more jumbled up or, I guess, normalized, for except for maybe a, a couple of teams flip-flopping here and there. Um, I did see something on Twitter today, uh, and please reach out to me. I don't remember where I saw it or who I saw it tweeted out, but there was a suggestion that the league should play around with divisions to where... You know, you have really nice matchups. And, and, and one example that I saw that kind of made me scratch my head was that having, if we're going to have the Canadian teams uh, in the United States, then have, we should, you know, the league should take advantage of that and have like the, the Oilers in the Eastern Division so they could, you know, you could have that McDavid versus Crosby and Ovechkin thing. And, I don't it's a nice idea, but at the end of the day, just keep the divisions the way they are. I you know, it, yeah, it's going to be fun for a year or so to have that matchup, but at the end of the day, it's just keep keep the Oilers in the Pacific. I I don't think I don't think it's really really I I'm I'm just not a fan of it. I I it's it's like as if I don't know if maybe I, I can't really think of another situation. I guess maybe Vancouver. Um, I, I don't know where you would put them. I just feel like these divisions, if you're going to have very, uh, you know, just the way they are, I, I, I would just keep them the way they are and just leave the Canadian teams uh, in the divisions uh, where they would accordingly be. So I guess the Canadians in the East... Uh, I and then you know the Canadians in Toronto in the east, and then Winnipeg uh, in the central, and then Vancouver, Calgary, um, and Edmonton in the west. I, I, the idea is there, I like it. Um, but it, I just think it's it's not something that's gonna like make or break your TV ratings in terms of people tuning in. Um, you, all all you could do with that is just schedule the Penguins and the 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 Capitals against the Oilers, which obviously that happens. So, um, but as for the you know the division, the potential division, because I mean, for all we know, this could change at any moment. Is that the Lightning, for the most part, have, in my opinion, a relatively easy division. Uh, and, you know, I, I say that with a little bit of hesitation. So, according to our friend, once again, Pierre Lebrun, uh, Lebrun, or however you want to pronounce it, uh, it would be the Hurricanes, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and the Lightning, which for the most part makes sense. You kind of have that, that southern, um, central uh regional division i mean i mean it just makes sense in terms of travel wise except for detroit and minnesota are kind of the ones where it's a little 
it's a little hard to kind of, you know, they're a little farther away than the other ones. Uh, to where maybe if the division, if um, if the NHL wants to do this by kind of regional travel, uh, maybe have Minnesota and Detroit somehow just play along with the division with with the uh, with some of the Canadian teams, or maybe have their own division. So maybe have uh, Toronto and I would say maybe. Montreal and kind of like that Eastern Division feel, and then maybe have the Jets. Uh, I totally forgot about the Senators. I can't believe I now I'm just reading this. As uh, I guess have the Ottawa in there as well, um, and then maybe have Winnipeg and uh, Edmonton and Calgary kind of paired off with Minnesota and Detroit. I I don't know, people. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a thousand different ways you could go about making these these quote-unquote divisions uh whether it's just based off of matchups uh just reasonable travel uh, you know it, it's it, it's just it's really difficult to kind of do this in a way where it makes sense um i think the way it does make sense for me now i'm looking at a map is if if you know just off the top of my head right now if you want to maybe have Tampa, Florida, uh, Carolina, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, St. Louis, Nashville, and Dallas in there, uh, you kind of have that southern sort of midwestern um, kind of region there. That's fine. I, I think that makes much more sense. In that way, and then you could leave Colorado in the Western Division. Um, if you're looking at a at a map, uh, I'm looking at this one on HookedOnHockeyMagazine.com. It makes more sense in terms of you know you could cl- uh, cleanly draw sort of draw like a circle to some extent uh, there to where it, it wouldn't be that much of a hassle for travel for most of the teams in that that division. Um, plus I think, you know, at the end of the day, it'd be kind of interesting to see the lightning, uh, play in the same division as the team they just previously won the cup against. That would make for a pretty interesting matchup going forward in the season, but I don't know how, uh, reasonable that would be or, you know, how, if, if the league would go for that, um, that idea, you know, to be honest, I think that most people, your, your general snobby or diehard hockey fans would think that's maybe a boring division. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it would be cool to see the Lightning kind of matched up against Dallas and 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 Carolina and, and St. Louis in the same division. That would be a very interesting division. Very competitive in my opinion. But, I, I mean, you know, it, it's there's a thousand arguments and a thousand scenarios that could be made. Uh, from you know how this division or potential division could go so let's talk about uh our other sponsor for today's show and that is built bar built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever and built bar is back uh along with their 18 flavors they have six new ones coming out caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and apple almond crisps Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. You could lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet, 
My favorite flavor is the toffee almond. So go ahead to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKDOWN to get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so to end the show today, uh, yeah, I want you to tweet to the show um, at LO underscore Lightning. What is your idea or maybe the way you, if you were the commissioner or whatever, if you were in control of this whole situation, how would you shape the divisions? Um, I would love to hear back from you guys. I, you know, now that I think about it, I think that division with, you know, Tampa, Florida, Dallas, Carolina, Nashville, St. Louis, Chicago, Minnesota would be a decent division. Now you would kind of have sort of a, a busy division over there in the East uh, with Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Buffalo, both New York teams, Pittsburgh, Philly, New Jersey, and Boston. Um, that would be sort of a, you know, it's a little bit, I, I think, you know, I think that it sort of evens out. Uh, I don't know how many, I even though I, I think that that division would be stacked. I, I think that maybe it would, it would, the argument would definitely be made for the fact of, you know, whichever team other than the Devils, maybe, sorry, Devils fans and, and Ottawa, I think that, you know, a good team, a very good team would probably be missing the playoffs. But I think the way they should do it is that they really should treat the divisions as just the way for these teams to, to just for the league to make a schedule around. Uh, I don't, I don't think that they should look at that as a way as maybe having a division winner, obviously a winner, uh, uh, you know, the, the team at the top of each division should automatically make the playoffs. There's, I, I think that that should be without saying, um, but the teams other than that, that finished in second, third, I really think they should just go by best record uh, after that. Um, oh, and by the way, just to end things, uh, I just want to, a little special announcement. I mean, it's not a major announcement. So starting next week, starting on Monday as kind of a Christmas present to all of you, or, you know, something that we're calling on the show on the show is Mary Boltzmas is, uh, you know, we've, we do acknowledge that we have been kind of, uh, slacking. I wouldn't say slacking, but, um, just behind on the outload of episodes, uh, for the past couple of months. But so as kind of a thank you to all of you for kind of still sticking with us, um, you know, the turnout and listenership has been great, uh, and, you know, keep on listening to us. Uh, so just as a present to you guys as, you know, for the holidays and, you know, I'm sure some of you will be traveling, you know, you don't have to announce yourselves, you know, just be safe about it. Uh, traveling for the holidays as kind of a present to you guys and to keep you entertained as well. Uh, every day next week, starting on Monday, all the way up to Friday. So basically a five show week next week, uh, we'll be doing a sort of the, the five days of Boltzmas where we will be reviewing a game from this past season, sort of continuing our rewatchables, but with a, with a little bit of a Christmas, uh, spin to it. So, um, you know, that's just, uh, something for us to give back to you, to all of you for really being so loyal to the show and to really, you know, getting us here to where we are, you know, we're, we're almost coming on a year now. Uh, with the show, you know, we started this back in f- February of last year. I know it's crazy. Um, and it, it's really flown by and, you know, we, we can't thank you. And I personally can't thank you enough 
for all the support and the enthusiasm you've brought, uh, not only to listen to the show, but to your numerous interactions that I've had with all of you, especially over uh, Twitter and social media. So, you know, that's just a thank you to all of you and kind of a little bit of a Christmas present to all. And maybe um, maybe uh, if, if the timing's right, we could swing some guests. Maybe uh, uh, I'll definitely try to get my uh, my Locked On NHL co-host, uh, Chris Masilli, in on to, to discuss maybe what he's seen from the inside looking in about the Lightning. But uh, no promises. Chris is a very uh, busy guy, and, you know, so it's sometimes hard to – to get him other than on days when we're doing the show. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get into that. And we're, we're definitely, we're, we're trying to get a, a big name guest on the show. I don't know if we'll be able to get them on for next week or maybe in the new year, but I will definitely, when that does happen, uh, I'll definitely let you all know. So have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, we'll be back. Remember Monday, uh, the five days of Boltmas start. Uh, on Monday. So go ahead and remember to like and subscribe to this podcast so you're up to date on all the newest episodes as they drop. So that's been it for today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.